morning, everyone. This is Kathy Mason from Mesa Works Marketing here on Conscious Business Zone. Today with my new friend, Roland Walters. Hi, Roland. Hello. I'm so excited Hi. to have you here today and to introduce everyone to your work. I was introduced to you at the IONS, International Association for Near-Death Studies, event um, that was at the end of August, first part of September in DC, because you were an exhibitor and I was in charge of the exhibitor booths. <laughs> and I right away had a healing with you. The very first day I, I like dropped everything and got a healing with you. So um, let's, let's talk first. Um, and I'll, I'll be glad to share about that, but let's talk first about how your your evolution of this knowledge about your healing modality started and i i know you um you had a near death experience you really don't want to go there but it do you do you think you got superpowers from it <laughs> superpowers uh no <laughs> um but um yeah, considering that it it happened when I was four and a half, I think it it just kind of kept me in the awareness that there was something else there. Even though you know I didn't grow up in a spiritual environment nor really a religious environment, but it was just that that um, it was always just that feeling there was something else. There was just you know, or I could feel these energies and. I just really couldn't talk to anybody about it or if I said something, you know, you they were thought I was just making stuff up, especially as a kid. But uh um you know the the knowledge of the NDE was basically forgotten until a handful of years ago and it was all brought back to me through a hypnotherapy session and um what it ended up being was the NDE bringing back that time I think was just telling me I was on the right path, I was on the right direction. So in that direction is to help people with their looking within, looking and seeing and knowing that they have a soul, that they're they're connected to everything, that you know, that we have everything we need. But uh but yeah, the the getting to where I'm at, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like I had a spiritual background family, but I always had the interest, always had a really strong interest. And I found out when I was 19 that I was a second generation healer. Well, uh, I had the potential to be, let's say that at that time, because my grandmother did an energy work called talking out the fire. Huh. And I didn't know about it. And it was one of these things where they were, uh, I found out about it after my grandmother was fully into Alzheimer's and didn't remember any of it um, but I was told by my mother that uh, it was supposed to be passed down but skipped a generation so it skipped hers and it had to go from female to a male and then back to a female it was supposed to be altering and so it was supposed to go to either my oldest brother or one of the brothers or me and my oldest brother didn't want it my other brother didn't want it but by the time I got a chance to make that choice, she was in, with Alzheimer's. So I never learned any of that. Wow. Get passed down. So is it a, a known modality that other people that other people do? So is there a community 
that does that type of healing? Well, I don't know if there's a community or not, but I did, I do have a friend who lives in Raleigh. He's from Georgia and he has a family member that does it. And as a matter of fact, when we got talking, I was telling him about this. He was telling me about uh, his family member. Do I think it's like an aunt or a great aunt and it's the exact same thing. And wow. so we were both blown away because we were, didn't know each other. Our families don't know each other completely different backgrounds and he knew Perfect. so there's there it is out there okay. um and it's but it's it's this thing where they say it has to skip a generation and go down within the family because my grandmother got it from an uncle or hers i think it was wow you know? so it has to go from one to the other but Wow. So I just remember at 19, kind of like, ah, why, you know, why didn't y'all tell me before? But uh, they, you know, basically saying you need to be like a certain age. And she'd already been in Alzheimer's since I was like 12. So it was, she didn't remember any of it. Wow. Well, and uh, the fact that your mother knew and could tell you was really helpful because otherwise you would have just been, well, you did. You created your own into the light um, method of healing that that's what um it's not a school it's a it's a process correct it is a process yes it is it's it's not a school it's not a, a particular modality it's just you know it's just this knowing that i think i believe not think i know and believe we all have it's just opening that up it's awareness it is you know just the awareness so um but yeah, me is, I still really didn't have that many people to talk to about this. Like I don't hear a lot of people talking about, I don't have anybody to talk about, to this about and stuff. But uh, fortunately that community is growing a lot. Um, but it wasn't until, you know, my daughter was four and a half, five months of age when she had uh, a major health issue and ended up in the hospital and on life support. Um, that everything got kind of kicked into gear. I mean, I always felt stuff. I always felt energies in my hand and felt energies around people or just would be in a place that, you know, like nature or something. It would just be this overwhelming amount of energy that other people were like, no, I don't, I don't feel anything. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I remember 27, 25 years or so ago going to Sedona and just going to one of the vortex, a couple of vortexes. It was just like overwhelming. And there's friends with us. They were like, I don't feel a thing. And it's like, this is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the story of my daughter, Shayla, uh, like I said, four and a half, five months of age, um, essentially had a heart attack and um, was in there going to have, have surgeries and stuff. But she had a little bitty child, you know, and she had a bowl of energy over her chest and they, you know, cut open her chest and stuff. I had a bowl of energy over her chest. And at the time, I didn't know what to do with it. But if I tried to touch her chest, it would, it, that ball of energy would like stop me. And if I pushed on it and she was completely unconscious, but if I pushed on it, she would jump. And all I was trying to do is see if she's warm or not, because she was completely uncovered and the lights are on her and stuff in the hospital and the hospital is cold. And I remember leaving that night. It's like, okay, okay, I got to do something with this. I don't know what that, I mean, that was just like a sign. I got to do something with this. And it was just this it just perfect little like you took a bowl literally and put it over her chest like you don't don't touch but i i understand now what it was supposed to do is i was supposed to pull that energy away you know 
help her in the healing process. And I didn't know, but I was just at the time, like, I got to do something. So that's what kicked in my search. And that was 15 years ago. Wow. Wow. So, so I had a healing with you and what I did was um, I, I, since I was in high school, I've had trouble with my sinuses and you can kind of hear my funny voice from it. Um, and yeah, I, I went straight to you and said, okay, fix, <laughs> fix my sinuses. Little did I know I would end up crying. <laughs> um, and, and, uh, and, but I felt so much better. It was amazing afterwards. And um, what you had me realize was I was carrying some energy from my father. It, it wasn't necessarily what I, it was not what I expected. I expected you to do something and change the energy in my, around my eyes and to, you know, it would just drain and I'd be all better and I'd go back to my station <laughs> and I'd be good. And little did I know that I'd be um, uncovering an emotion that was holding that in place. And then you helped me release the emotion. And what was interesting is some somebody came up to me because I kept recommending you after I had this wonderful experience because yeah. I got so much relief. Um. And somebody came up to me and said, why are people always crying over there? <laughs> and I said, it's really good. Don't, don't worry about it. It's really good. It's perfect. So you obviously tap into trapped emotions. So are you an empath as well? Are you actually feeling what I feel when I'm sitting with you? And that's how you can um, determine what what energy stuck and where it is. Um, so yeah, to answer your question, I am an empath, but I also believe we all are to a degree. And you know, to how much of a degree, I don't know. But the, I've always, as I said before, I always felt stuff. So when somebody sits across from me now, um, or even if I'm on the phone and they're two thousand, four thousand miles away, it doesn't matter. Once you know, we open that channel, that connection, I generally start feeling something wherever you are feeling it. So like with you, I can feel the pressure up in the head. I don't feel it to the degree the other person does, but um, and the more I delve into it, in other words, I start feeling whether it be the energy in the shoulders or the chest or the abdomen, or even if it's in, you know, a limb, like a leg or arm. And essentially, what I take from that is spirit is saying, or you, your soul is saying here, you know, this, this is here. And I've come to learn that the emotions, lower vibrational emotions, sadness, fear, anything like that, anger is, is being stored there and it's affecting way I feel it is, it's affecting how your body's vibrating and it can't function like it's supposed to. So therefore sinuses, um, you know, where I get across people that have it in the throats a lot, they've, you know, they're constantly shoulder pains or different things or, you know, anything within the body, every, all through the organs. And even if people don't tell me about the physical, like you were saying with the sinuses, Usually if I end up asking them, all right, do you often have something here? Some of them will go, not really. And then they'll come back like, 
no, that's not true. I have, I usually deal with this and this there. And it's, it is emotional. You know, yeah. we, we, I could have, I could have done what you said, you know, like a lot of people working with energy, but have been very temporary, very, very temporary. Right. Whereas if we want to raise our vibrations, we have to, and to, to be more aware and to truly heal, we've got to let go of that baggage. So, so do you find that most of the time it is a, um, a trauma or an emotional item from your zero to seven years old, that period where you were so impressionable is, is that usually where most people's ailments or um, chronic illnesses come from? Is it from trauma and the memory of that? Um, I do believe it's, it's in the trauma, um, but I would even push it more to age 12, um, still within childhood, because uh, sometimes it's actually the trauma is reoccurring from five through 12, you know, and then it's like after that age, they, you know, the kids are starting to push back more and they're starting to resist or, you know, close out things. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it is. It is in childhood, and I'll tell you one of the things that led me to that was I was doing emotional work in, you know, somewhat based off of what I'd learned through shamanism, but it was still in my own style and things. Uh, I was taking some of the information for what was called an illumination through Peruvian shamanism. But um, one day I was working with a client, that's many years ago now, and nothing was moving the energy. She was in another part of the country the energy just wasn't moving so i'm on the phone with her and i'm getting kind of frustrated i don't understand why the energy's not moving and she's talking about an event but she's not really getting emotional either so she's not feeling the emotions and all of a sudden i couldn't hear her and i thought there was something wrong with my headphones at the time i was using a different kind of headset and it's like i thought it was a technical problem and i see it was still connected and I always do this working though I'm in my own space with my eyes closed and then off to the side just in front of me like this smoky gray black blob appears in front of me and at first it made me jump back because I wasn't expecting this and then but I just kept watching it because it wasn't doing anything it was just kind of like literally it's like <clears throat> this big and it was just kind of moving around in front of me and then in that same image in the same moment there was a hand that comes out towards the towards this smoky bullhob and it, it looks like a lady's hand up to the elbow and then all of a sudden it goes quickly into this black smoky blob and you can see when you squeeze your hand the tendons tighten up in your arm and so you squeeze it grabs something and when it came and it pulled back out and it's holding a round black black ball huh. and it squeezes it and it like it puts into you know black dust actually and just falls down to the ground and in that immediate moment I hear go to the core go to the core and it's like at that moment as soon as I heard that I knew what I had to do with this person and I stopped her and she was actually like you know a little upset with me stopping her and I shifted gears and I had her go back to childhood and bam it came up what she was trying to address from at the time when we first got started was just 
another layer of what she dealt with as a childhood. And when she started that, she started crying, all the emotions started coming up, and it was just all this a major, I could feel the energy of wherever it was in her body, I don't remember now, I just can remember it just it was coming off, you know, it was getting lighter. So that was, that was a massive change in my work when I got that message, because it just it took me back to what needed to do to tap into this. So do you find that when you're working with people, do you find that there's attachments, entities, um, other beings that are attached to them at all? Or is it always their core issue that's causing it? Well, I'm going to answer that in two ways. One is yes. <laughs> but two is, the second question is, is yes. <laughs> uh, so... What I mean with that is sometimes I do come across where people have picked up other energies, um, you call them attachments, entities, beings, whatever. Um, and most, most of the time it's not harmful or anything, they're just there. But the thing is, just by being there, you're feeling and tapping into their energies and it's throwing your whole system off. The question goes to is why? Why is something there? Because if you're vibrating where essentially we should be, it won't be there. So that's another part in, in, in working with different clients. I've worked with some clients, many, many clients, many, many clients with attachments. And I used to do lots of, lots of clearings for people. And at one time, and it's, it's not an area that I, I want to do, but it's just like once, people started telling, I started getting more and more people and it was just getting too much for a while. But there were a bunch of people that was calling me like every month or every week or every few weeks or whatever and just constant clearing. And it's just like, this is, this is nuts, this is crazy. I don't want to keep doing all this. And then finally it was just like, why is this happening? And I just kept asking why it was happening. And then it came back. I got essentially in, rough, in a rough way, I got the message. It's like, you're just not going far enough with it. You know, you're not pursuing it. And it hit me, it's like, okay, because they're vibrating too low. And they're vibrating too low because of the traumas they're carrying. You get rid of the traumas, the vibration rises, and you, and these things, you know, these attachments aren't bad. We just lower our vibration. The way I feel it, the way I see it, is we lower our vibration and we go into their space. You know, it's not like they're evil or anything. We just went into their space, their realm. So all we're supposed to do is get ourselves back up out of it. And then it's not an issue. So yeah, it's, it's, it's around. And you know, if you think about it, some of these, like even like the lost souls, the reason why they didn't pass or cross over, or however you want to see it, is because of their own traumas, their own fears, their own worries and things like that, that's held them to this plane, to this, you know, so answer your questions, yes and yes. <laughs> yes and yes. Well, well, I know that um, you do sense the other person's uh, energy, emotions, so that you can help them come to the realization. Because somehow we don't see our own stuff. Everyone else can see it, but we can't see it. So do you have to clear yourself after you work with somebody, do you find that you 
you need to have a process to make sure that that you that that's complete and sealed to go on to the next part of your day? No, actually, I, I used to think I needed to. Um, and I used to actually go through something like that. Um, but Kathy, I'll tell you, part of that is, I'm, I'm gonna just say it's fear-based. And if I'm working from any part of fear-based, I'm lowering my vibration. Right. I used to work with a lot of people. I mean, I did. I worked with a lot of people on setting up things for protection. And it was another one of those things. One day I just got the feeling or, you know, I guess you say the message, whatever, like it's fear-based. Stop. Just stop. And then I stopped. And, and so when, and then that allowed me to actually delve more into working with the client. And that sets that when we're both done, we're coming off of a high. So I know my vibration is higher. So if anything was going to be there, it was going to be forced to leave. When I was working with fear-based and I was setting up all this stuff and trying to do protections, I was always on the edge of like, no, this may happen. I got to be prepared for it. Right, and right. Like, Stop doing that. Yeah, that, that's a perfect uh, recipe for right now where there's so many things in the media and in the field that are chaotic that, um, you know, that that uh, divine focus of, no, I'm I'm working from a different aspect um, is is really an important skill. I think it's really an important skill right now. Um, because we can get wrapped up in the the drama trauma that is everywhere instead of um, what we want to create. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It's, you know, everything is so fear-based. You just, you, you know, it's from the information that's given us and, and, you know, all our doubts. And then you take our fear, you know, this fear-based information is coming to us because somebody else's fear, you know, somebody else's, you know, and that's how they report something or that's how they, you know, share something or they, they talk. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's not the true you. It's, it's not, it's, that's, that's a learned habit. That's a learned thing. And it's, you know, it's the ego jumping on what you're carrying and the ego is not a, a problem. It's just you're feeling that. So it's like, you know, let's let's use that. I mean, if that's what they're doing, that's what, you know. But if you switch it around, the ego uses the positive too. You know, it, it, it changes it. So am I still working on all this for me? Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> my life. Um, oh, yeah. We have to remind ourselves that, hey, we're creating all of this. And what do we want to create today? I mean, that's that's a thing. So, yeah. so I wanted to ask um, and have you share, if you would, about your logo, um, the beautiful uh, triangle with the I am in it. Um, could you share a little bit about the evolution of that? And then after that, I want to show your website. So, okay. okay? Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. The I am. Um... It's in the triangle, and essentially that came to me in meditation. Um, the first time it was more of a shamanic journeying when I had in the process of studying some shamanism stuff, and it just came as a triangle. And then the next time it wasn't meditation, it was just the empty triangle. 
And then, I don't know, six, seven, maybe more, I don't know, years ago, that image came to me that um, you see behind me. Um, I was sitting in a meditation in a dark, completely dark space, and so my eyes are closed, and that image right there, which I adjusted and tried to get it as close as I can remember to, came from my left side, just slowly came into me, and stopped about you know a foot from my face and it was just you know all the the waves it looks like it, electric waves in the picture was just pulsing energy it was just it was it was amazing and kathy i don't know really what happened but it, it, it well it faded back but what i mean what happened is i don't know if i was just busy with my daughter because we really had our hands full she was fully disabled after her emergency and, and and took full care so i don't know if just a lot going on but usually something like that i'll write it down and i didn't well i don't know how long later if it was a couple of weeks or a couple of months i don't know but it came back and it came back a little faster but i still didn't write anything down <laughs> well then it came back a third time and it tried to knock me over I mean, it just, it came like, like just really fast. I remember, you know, I'm sitting there in the dark, but I, I jumped back and that's when I got up and started drawing and, and, you know, it's, I've through different people trying to graphic designers, trying to help me get it way it truly was, but this, where it's at right now is, is where it is. And, but Kathy, that, that whole, I am when I first, even though I, drew it out i didn't fully accept it because you know had that the old christian background of you know of i am that i am you know and and jesus saying i am the way and i remember thinking is in this you know baptist belt area and all the you know the baptist families and all my family is all baptist you know some form methodist and what have you like I, you know, I can't, I can't use that. And it took me, I don't know, a year and a half, two years to accept it. And I finally put it on my site and, and different things as the logo. And I've had nobody question it. No, of course not. Nobody question it. But I also will tell you, I also for a couple of years after that was using it as, is just trying to get people to say like affirmation statements. I didn't realize for two years that I still didn't have it right. And they just kept coming back at me and it was no, you, you as I are the same, we're equal and you have the I am presence within you as I do. It is the oneness, it is the divine, it is, and we are, I am, you are, I am. It just, so that's what it, that's what it meant. I love that. Um, I took a, a series of classes called Avatar. It was way before the movie. It's uh, a series by a guy named um, Harry Palmer, and it's based out of Florida. And there's one of the first classes, they have a thing called Source List. And you it's like eight statements that you say, and one of them is, I am Source. And people have so much trouble. I mean, um, 
there they told a story that one person took them eight hours to get through those <laughs> those statements because no i can connect with it um but you know when you claim that you are it that's a whole nother thing because then there's no responsibility you're not a victim of anything you the responsibility for everything in your life in your world comes back to you because you created it even unconsciously um from your unconscious um that but eventually that i think that's what we're doing right now with global consciousness right now is um clearing those shadows those traumas and the um the obstacles to being more aligned with that I am. Um, and um, we don't know what we don't know that just like you said um, that you're still learning and you, I love that. Um, I mean, that's why we're here really is to keep, keep learning and growing and, and experiencing and being in service to the all. So, yeah, I love that. Well, um, so did you ever feel like it went into you? Like, like it not only it came to you and kept showing you the I am triangle, but did it ever go to your heart or embody in you? No, um, it didn't. But Kathy, I think I have to say it's because it's already there. <laughs> it's so between the work that I do and, and even with the, the group work, like the energy cascades, the feeling and everything I, I just keep getting and the direction I keep getting is, you know, getting people to look within and, and um, but part of, you know, part of the, the work with like the individual sessions is we can't see that light within us because we've got all the layers of pain. Even though it's like, oh, I release that, I release that. I've had so many people, so many scenarios where they've come to me and, you know, I've talked to them about something in childhood and I'm like, oh yeah, but I'm done with that. And after we touch base with it, and if, as soon as they start feeling it, it's like, no, you're not done with it. You can still feel it. And, and then I usually hear afterwards, like, I had no idea I was still carrying that. I well, thought I was long done with it. That's what I said to you. That's what when when you when we identified that it was something with my father, it's like, oh my God, I've I felt like how many layers of the onion can there be? My goodness. And but it was instantaneous. Whatever that um essence wanted to be revealed and it wanted to be released. And you knew exactly how to do it. And really it was like. 15 minutes, maybe, maybe you did more, but that realization of what was trapped energy and where it was and what it was, and the, you helped me identify it. I wouldn't have known what it was. I, I just knew my sinuses were bothering me uh, um, and uh, I, and I wanted relief, but it was amazing really Roland. I mean, how quick you were able to do that. So that that's why I was asking about the you know, the participation of the other person. Actually, um, you're able to see them fully in a different way than most people can. It it's energetic, but it's more than that. It's somehow geared towards your emotional body and the stuck energy in your emotional body, right? It, it is um, 
Kathy, I also will share that beyond what our emotional energy is stuck, you know, we've got a couple of the layers that we can potentially deal with. And one is how much emotional baggage you carry from somebody else, specifically mom, dad, grandmother, older siblings, you know, that had a hard time and we took on. And we, you know, even today, you know, as, as you know, fully mature adults, we can take on, but that stuff right there, you know, when we take it on as a kid, we accept it as ours at that time and it's not. Whereas now as an adult, you know, you realize, okay, I'm agitated because I've been around a person who's just agitated. You know, as a kid, we start thinking, oh, I'm just agitated too. I'm just like my dad or I'm just like my mom and it's not you. So that's another layer has to come off. But through my learn, what I've learned through a lot of clients, who've done a numerous amount of releasing, a numerous amount of work that would still be feeling things. Some very intuitive, very empathic people. Some that are, a lot of them that are already doing lots of energy work just kept saying, well, I keep feeling this, and I'll just say anger. Well, I keep feeling this anger. And it turned out to be anger on a soul level. And I'm seeing it, and I'm coming to realize it more and more, especially the more empathic the person is, they're actually feeling from those other life experiences. And some of them that are so heavy from another experience is sitting in there with them and the energy as the, as the soul is there. So but going back to what you were saying as far as me sitting across from somebody and being able to, to recognize it, honestly, I don't, I don't really understand, I don't understand how it works. I mean, it's not, I'm not really doing anything. It's just, I sit across from you and then I just start feeling, and it's something about the connection between us you know, and, and, and I do try to see you, not Kathy, but you, I, you know, it's just like, you know, and just work from that point, but, but it just starts coming up and, and whatever you on your mind want to get rid of that, that, that true self of you is like, no, no, here's what it is. And it just, I don't know, Kathy, it just happens. You know, I had somebody earlier today ask me about, you know, how do you, you know, do you teach that modality? And I said, it's not even a modality. I don't, I mean, I'm still, still working and doing it, but it's just the bottom line is even through the energy cascades, the group work is look within. And if you can't see yourself within, you can't see that light. What's there keeping, what are you holding on to? Right. Right. Well, I found that um, I, I realized it uh, 20 years ago that I had similar patterns running that were um, um, the variable was I was in all of the, the storyline, but other players would come in and play these same roles. So, so I, I got divorced. My ex-husband, he had these attributes then a new boyfriend would come in, he'd have similar attribute, attributes. And then it's like, okay, I don't want that again. <laughs> and it would, it, it would repeat until I realized, oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm calling it in. Bingo. But, but I didn't, you don't, it's hard to see it until you see it. And then once you see it, it's like, okay, time to work on myself, time to, to change my stinking thinking so I'm not pulling that same um, storyline in because if this if 
Shakespeare is right. And all the world is a stage and we're all in a play. In my play, I kept bringing in the same actors, a, a different person with the same role. Right. Until, until I went, okay, it's up to it. It's me. <laughs> it's not projecting it out to them. But, but that's where I, when I said that, it was like, you mean there's more, Oh my gosh. Um, because I thought I had done all this work 20 years ago and, uh, that, but there was more there. There probably still is more. Um, so yeah, I, I'm surprised how, um, how we contain so many aspects of our psyche and how amazing this journey is as a learning journey, as a way to expand consciousness. Um, could you talk a little bit about the soul? Because I know you work with people's soul. You you really have a um, like laser vision to be able, like superpower vision to be able to go. Because it's so fast how how you can sense the the um, the. I want to call it obscuration. That's what they would call it in St. Germain. It's, it, it is, it's in an emotional body. It's a gray obscuration or it's a stopping of the current of energy. Could, could you talk a little bit about how you do that soul work? If you can, if you can explain it and what, what you feel, because things are changing right now. Do you feel so um, how you sense the soul, and then what you think the the future holds for us to work with our soul. And I'll I'll try my best. Um, let me go back to just briefly tapping into NDE and getting this. Um, without going into the whole thing with NDE, the bottom line of NDE just kept coming back to me being led through and, and shown to souls. In other words, I was seeing all these souls that were gray or they were darker colors. They weren't vibrant in any way. And, you know, the message I was getting, I was here to work with the souls. I was here to help them. And, and I was being led by someone else who I learned was Jesus, Yeshua. Um, and I thought they were looking at him and he got saying that they're looking at you. They're looking at you. And as a four and a half year old kid or five year old kid, at the time that was kind of scary, you know. But so this all this work, you know, it's going back to that. It's all emotional. And so that's what I was saying. It was like the affirmation when I saw that. It's like, okay, I'm on the right track, even though at the time I didn't know what I always had this feeling of I gotta gotta work on the emotions and I never really understood why, but I do now as I learned what my dad went through and I see other family members how they were affected. But um as far as the soul, um and you know you made a comment about I, I zoom in so quickly, that also depends on how open and willing the person is. It's taken me an hour and a half to get somebody to even get close before, and it's and it's had I've had people that have sat down in a chair across from me and just immediately start. So it's it's just it's really you. You are the healer. I'm just the guy that the the that that 
the counselor or whatever you want to say that that just kind of helps you along the way. So it's it's where you're at, not what I'm doing is what I believe. So on a soul level, I mean, I always try to address the other things. You know, what the what their own, the person's own stuff, or if they're carrying baggage of a family member or something first. But um, I can't honestly say that I'm like completely tapped into souls. I, I'm not. Uh, I'm getting better. So what I usually do is also um, I rely on my guides and your guides, and I start trying to talk to them. Is where when it comes to that because. Honestly, sometimes the soul is not fully with us because of of the pain you're carrying, and they don't want to feel it again from other lives, or they or they're just well, that's a lot of us. What you're feeling, they don't want to do it again. There's still somewhat here, maybe like you know, 25 percent. You know, there's never a lost connection, but it's just not that flow. So I just start asking questions, but just like the individual sessions, it has to be. It's not me doing the work. It's it's I'm working with the soul, but it's you and your soul doing the work. Yeah. So I want the person sitting across from me or on the phone with me very interactive in this. I want them to be able to know that they can speak with their soul, they can speak with their guides, they can get their answers. And sometimes people tell me I've never been able to. I said, Well, I think you will today just because we've opened up that channel of willingness and it's not me. Once again it's it's the soul asking for help, or guys trying to help, and then her own intention of like, I want to hear this, I want to hear this. And so sometimes it's just yes or no answers. That makes like sense a lot. Questions. And just like the person, a lot of it, the story doesn't matter, it's the feeling. And if the person can feel it, oftentimes, once we tap into that, that higher self, the person often starts feeling a lot heavier starts feeling worse because I believe the soul has come more back into them and is letting it out too. So wow. Um, so wow. That's a huge service to humanity. And so it's not me. I don't I don't ever want to because you are the healer. The person I'm working with the healer. It's not me and you know this Kathy. I'm just the guy. I'm just assisting. And the, but the more you do, the more you realize and the more that this is you the more you're aware of what it is and you're looking within and not looking at me for the answer you're not looking outside of you perfect perfect yeah i find also that if your frequency is too low the soul can't embody as much um, and so that's part of what you're doing is you're bringing your frequency and we're like tuning forks so you bring your high frequency, and then if my frequency needs to at least come close enough to you, then the soul can be more present because it, it's it's like a match game. It can't it can't embody as much. It there can be a silver string, <laughs> but but it, it right. can't. It's right. like hey, I'm up here. Can I come down and play now? But you have to match, right? Yeah, I will say, Kathy, also some of the individuals that I see the most or dealt with the most attachment is in that scenario where the soul is way out attached, but, you know, like you said, that silver string, you know, and uh, it's, yeah, the frequency, the vibration, it's, 
and what keeps us down? Emotions. Dislikes, somebody else's, or past lives. You know? Yeah. Um, Wow. Wow. Well, I'd like to show your website so that we can talk a little bit about how you do these group um, healings. And um, so people can also get used to going to your website, to, because I really hope that they see you as a powerful resource for them. So I'll scroll while you talk, if you'd like. Okay. Um, that picture is from an event uh, a once-a-year event that's done here in North Carolina called Profound Sound Festival in Tarboro, hosted by Kevin and Trisha Wilson. And um, I've got that coming up in two weeks, as a matter of fact, again, their annual event, and I'm going to be there all weekend. But I do one group session, and um, it's a little bit hard to see in the picture, but basically it's a group of in, in a circle, um, sometimes if you have a lot of people, it's two circles, one inside the other. The, this is the energy cascade. And um, what I tell people is when they get there and I said, I don't want you to do anything. I want you just to be, you know, don't, don't even like set intentions of what you want here or anything. Just be, just allow, you know, don't, um, don't think you got to send energy to somebody else or you've got to send energy to a person across the way. Just be in this moment. Because what I'm trying to get people to realize is we're all connected. And as we acknowledge that connection without actually doing anything, the vibration of the group immediately rises. It's that oneness that comes into it. So um, what I'm doing there is I go around either in front of the people or behind the people in the group. And just like we were just talking about the, the, the feeling when somebody sits across from me or on the phone, I stand behind them or stand in front of them and I, I feel what they're feeling of some sort. It may be a couple of places on the body or it could be the mind just so busy that the person is, is like feeling confusion or something. And I don't know what I was doing there, but but essentially, I'm trying to help move the energy and help awaken the person to this oneness, to, to, the, to, to everything here. And generally, it starts moving. Um, what I've seen and heard from many people over the years, and there's some, at the bottom of this page, there's a, a person that, um, that I'm uh, throwing a blank what I want to say, but essentially um, what happened with them is that the bottom quote there um, at, one, at one of those events, it's really small fine print, unfortunately, but um, who just started releasing a lot of emotion in the group because he allowed it. He didn't do anything to fight it. He just allowed it. And I helped in a couple places with some back pain to move it. But once again, it's just I was helping, but the body would just needed help body need help to do its thing. So those energy cascades, um, I'm trying to do more and more of them because I get called to do more. I did one at the science conference in DC. Um, I'm going to be in um, Virginia Beach doing one at the Body Mind Spirit Expo this weekend. And then I'm doing another one at the Tarboro at the Profound Sound next uh, in two weeks. And the next month I'm in Dallas on a few. Um, 
but these are group events that, you know, it's not really me. I'm assisting, but it's not me doing the healing. It's the group being one, and that oneness raises the vibration, and the healing occurs from there. But the other part of the healing is the awareness. That's when we're aware, we can allow the body to take the next step. So my, my goal for, for these energy cascades is, is not for them to come and think that, you know, I'm doing all this. I'm assisting this. The, the goal is for people to truly understand that there, there's this oneness. There's, there's no separation between us and other people or the divine. So with that, then we, we start looking within. And we can see that light that's within. And for a lot of people who've been doing a lot of the work, their own work and releasing, this really helps them to see that, you know, what they've been searching for outside of themselves is actually in. It goes back to the I am. So um, it is just awareness that the oneness, the, the divine is, is I am. I am source. I am that I am. I am all that there is. Now this body can't do what the soul does, but we're still one. We, you know, we can still do this kind of work with people. We can still change. We can, we can strengthen the earth. If we step away from the negativity of thinking everything's falling apart to, no, this, this has changed. This is, you know, this is happening. So it's, it's just, groups of people coming together, allowing, feeling a massive amount of healing and energy that they are creating, but not just for themselves, but others in that group as well. Right, right, right. Well, I, I love the idea that um, you're doing these um, and and they're, they're causing a consciousness change for people where they will be able to remember that frequency and how they felt in that group because i do think this time right now is to um to get us back into community to get us back into a oneness model where um where we're in service to um ourselves and others not just ourselves and um, the community model, I mean, during the lockdown, we were all stuck, um, no matter where we were, we were constrained in our physical um, environments, but we also had to look at our lives. And um, certainly, uh, this is conscious business owning, these conscious business owners um, that spend so much of their time as servant leaders they need your kind of service to really get at the core issues quickly and release them so that they can do a better job. I believe business is going to help turn everything around, but the the leadership, which is more of a team than it is of the old pyramid, even though your IM is a pyramid, but um, the management model is now more of a circle than it is of a pyramid. And um, so that that leader to be able to do your kind of work and team, um, do to have a team meeting 
and have a clearing for the business or for the concept or for the new launch of the new product. I mean, there's there's so many ways to use this wonderful energy and the identification of it to help to help this new time appear. Yeah, you know that uh, there's that one phrase that has always stuck with me. I never really knew why it always stuck with me until I got more into this work. But you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, and it's it's um, you know we have this great idea that's within us, and we're we're all excited about it. For some reason, when we end up way off track over here, it's because we're being guided by that light and love that's in you. And allowing it to show in other people, or you run off in fear and control or anger, and it's, it's leading you over here. And whoever, I don't know where that comment came from, but it's like spot on. It's, it's you know, it's, if we are holding on to stuff, if I'm holding on to stuff, Kathy, then I can't see you. Right. You know, I can't sit here and listen to you or be there for you or, you know, or even open up for you to be there for me. You know, it just, it doesn't. It doesn't work, but but yeah, we uh, we're we as people, I think we're we're there. It's just we don't know. Right, right. Well, the 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 other thing that you said, the good intentions idea, is that it's time to take action. It, um, people have been talking about things like you'll go to a Christmas party and year after year, someone will say, I'm writing a book or, or I'm doing this or I'm doing that. I'm, I'm building a fence on my yard. And it's like, what's, what's the stop? What, why aren't you doing it? And when you go through um, a, a process with you, it's not just physical it can be emotional, um, mental. It it can be whatever's stopping you, right? Yeah. Yeah. All forms, and you know, and I, I I'd be lying if I didn't say I wasn't affected the same way. You know, it's it's um, you know having a discussion earlier. It was it was like, all right, what's what's holding this part of me back? What's you know. Especially when things start coming up in, you know, in dreams or or, yep. or comments or phrases you come across, and like, why does it keep coming up? It's like, well, they're trying to show you something. <laughs> you and a bunch of other people are supposed to get that same message, and that's why that message is there. You know, it's, right? And uh, so, I believe that's divine timing, Roland. I think that everything. I mean, this this whole system is so divinely designed and you and before you came into physical it is so divinely designed to drop things in exactly at the right time and then if you don't participate drop it in again at the right time just like your logo so i i think we're we're coming to the point now where maybe we could look at this reality is for us instead of a burden or that we're a victim of it and the platform is like a playground and go for it and that's where that's where i think your clearings could help people get to that realization really quickly and 
we we've got a lot of change coming right now with uh every system needs to be adapted to a more equitable fair loving way of doing of doing life and so we need all hands on deck to release all of these um paradigms that don't work anymore and to come up in, in creative uh play to come up with the new. So I, I love what you do. I appreciate you so much. I will have to do this again. So, um, but thank you so much. And your humility is really amazing. You guys, just because he's humble, don't think he's not powerful. <laughs> That's all I want to say, because uh, it, it's remarkable what Roland can do. And so quick and so um amazing 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 so well thank you roland um how's the best way for people to reach you um best way is go through my website in the healing.com in the healing light.com um and through the uh contact page you'll be able to reach me by email but in the healing light.com in the healing light.com and um, it'll it's in the description and it'll be in the comments so please everyone please do yourself a favor and watch roland because he's just getting started he's going to really be helping thousands of people with these changes because he's able to do it group work and not a lot of healers can do the group work they can't um, hold their field in a big group and uh, rolling can. So anyway, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate you. Thank you.